Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Get in the zone with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. Did they try to trade him and there was no market? Or did they not try to trade him and no teams? Call? I was kind of confused with what did how did you guys perceive that? I was confused with what he with the way what, what he meant. I I mean, I, I interpreted it as and this would go against what the 49ers have said, but it, it my interpretation was the same out that the 49ers wanted to shop Trey Lance or wanted to trade Trey Lance and there just wasn't anything uh, available to them. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I am hard pressed to think that they would be willing to do that pre-draft. I said that his, I said that if they did, it would be pre-draft because after the draft, like what's the point? Um, And so, you know, maybe they, maybe they tried to just briefly um, Mm -hmm. knowing that they had Darnold in house, right. If, if Purdy was, wasn't going to be ready. Uh, But it also sounds like this team has been really confident in Purdy's recovery for a long time now. You know, they have talked, they have talked pretty consistently uh, in a positive tone about what their belief is in his timeline. And they haven't really wavered from that. And so with that level of confidence and with Sam Darnold in house, I, I think they could have thought to themselves, Hey, let's see if, if we can get something right now. I don't necessarily think that they were willing to trade Trey Lance for pennies on the dollar. I think if somebody w- was going to give them something that they deemed valuable, then, then sure. But um, I don't think it was a, we got to trade this guy no matter what. It's not a, you know, it's not a Jordan pool for CP three type trade that they were looking to do. Um, you know, the warriors just trying to get rid of Jordan pool, but, um, but yeah, I, I mean, it also just feels like things are slow and Adam Sheffer and Pat McAfee needed something to click on and 49 fans are easy marks these days. And uh, they just went for it. I know you two aren't Warriors fans, but really quick, as an aside, what's the football equivalent to that? Like you trade a, an inconsistent, erratic player who sometimes you know puts up numbers 
for an aging veteran who puts up numbers but is never has never won a championship. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I think. This mm. is the football equivalent of that Warriors trade, the pool for CP3 trade. This is the equivalent. You just traded Go Jimmy for Garoppolo for Philip Rivers. That's what you did. Oh, okay. I would I, I, trade. <laughs> <laughs> I would have taken that sure. Uh, I'd have taken that trade for sure. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Football's weird because I veterans and you're seeing you're seeing it with running backs now like once you hit a certain age in football it's, it's different it's more like maybe you could compare it to a baseball trade with something like that where you get a guy who just hasn't hit yet to the veteran who maybe you're hoping can, can find something i don't know but yeah looking at you know Schefter went on to say and it, it was kind of refreshing hearing his interview though because he talked about the trade and then he talked about sort of listen they signed darnold on first day or whatever it was a free agency. So he was a priority guy. The legal tampering and, period. Yeah. So it, it's not, it's not like they signed him three weeks in and we'll, we're taking a flyer on you. Like it for him and for them, it was obviously a priority. They actively but he also them. said, he also said, Lance has every opportunity and he does. He can come in and have a great training camp. And then Sam Darnold is whatever. Maybe, maybe he's an afterthought, but Brian, you brought up a great point. They've been steadfast in that Purdy's the starter, and they've been very positive about we like how everything's going. His rehab's going, everything's on time, whatever. It's it's they've been very positive in it. So when you look at it that way, as much as we want to talk about Lance versus Darnold and, and Lance's upside and can they save Sam Darnold, this is a QB two competition. Mm-hmm. So the loser of this with Brandon Allen, who isn't great, but he's certainly a serviceable QB three, lurking. The loser of this manned up somewhere else and bringing in Darnold when they did, they've been in the building with Lance that we've said this, they, they see something. If Lance does not show out this summer, he's probably going to get dealt before the end of the year. I, I still really believe that I'd like to keep him and see, but at some point they have to recoup assets for him. Is the trade market going to be good for him if he's bad this this summer? No, there's still going to be no trade market for him. But if he shows something, maybe somebody will take a flyer. But this was, look, we'll see how the next couple months pan out. But if this doesn't turn around, this was a disastrous trade. And again, I've talked about this before too. I don't want to hear it's Purdy versus Lance. They still lost two two first round picks. They still have other parts of the team that needed to get replenished that didn't happen because of this. So it's a disaster if they have to get rid of him or, or he. Well, I guess at this point he's not the starter, right? But we'll see what happens. But um, it was—I don't know. I, I just thought again, it's just—it's—it's it's not going away, and the trade stuff isn't going away, and it's not going to go away until you know probably at the end of camp. To be honest with you guys, yeah, I, I don't even know if they're going to even get anything for a trade for him because look, he has four games of experience on tape, and very little college experience to fall back on because you could you could look at Brock Purdy and say that well he has eight games. There's a limited sample size. He had a college career where he was pretty successful, where he 40 started plus for yeah, oh, 40, yeah. exactly 40 plus games. And he yeah. has that that track record of being able to play at a at a major in a major conference at a at a relatively high level. You can fall back on that. With Trey, it's different because he doesn't have that coming out of college. He played so little. So I feel like a lot of things are working against him in terms of finding a trade. And you may just see an outright release at some point. And that's just the worst, the absolute worst case scenario because you have to ask yourself if you're another NFL team, you're not even going to spend a seventh round pick on a guy that has already had several major injuries and you mm-hmm. don't even know anything about him. Cause you didn't scout him. You didn't draft him. You didn't sign him. So 
there is no attachment. Like the Niners, they have some level of attachment to him because they scouted him and signed him and they they know him in that well in, in that sense. They quote unquote know him because he's practiced with them. They know his tendencies. If you're the you know the the Tennessee Titans and you have well, I mean that's that's a bad example because they, they've got they've got uh you know they have a bunch of shitty quarterbacks. <laughs> no, but they have they have ran they have ran Carthrond there, right? So it's it's they do have ran. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's that's not an example. But if you're like you know, if you're another team, if you're if you're the Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota, right? Yeah, that's yeah, it's a great fit. Yeah. yeah, and you see Trey there, and he's from there, right? Or he played his college ball there. Mm-hmm. And no, he's from there. Yeah, he's from, he's from Minnesota. Yeah, and you see the fit there, and you want him, but you're like, you know, I haven't seen enough on tape. I've only seen four games. Do I even want to invest a draft pick in this? Probably not, because you could probably get a seventh round rookie who you scouted, who is younger who's on a cheaper contract and who you know more about than, than Trey. And, and I, I hate talking about him like this because I like Trey a lot. I have the, I have the man's Jersey hung up in my closet, which I'll probably never wear now because I don't ever start, but it's just that this, all of this is, is so strange to me that they just gave up on him after four starts and people are like, well, they didn't give up. No, they gave up on him because that's why Sam Donald's here. If they didn't give up on him, Trey would be number one, like, vying for whatever first team reps he's getting now in Purdy's absence. Mm-hmm. And number two, he would be solidly there as the second quarterback. It made, if he was the guy at QB two, it, it would make no sense to bring in Sam Donald or Brandon Allen for that reason. So I'm with you, Al, whoever loses QB two is going to be off the team. And and Probably. they ate salary last year from Nate Sudfeld. They guaranteed him salary. They ate that salary when they let him go in favor of Purdy. So this team is not afraid of, of letting quarterbacks go that they've guaranteed money to. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I, I have a hard time believing that they would release Trey Lance. I mean, again, whether he holds a lot of value uh, in terms of, of a trade market, I mean, that's to be determined. But they're going to eat tens of millions of dollars in a release of Trey Lance versus just millions of dollars in a release of Sam Darnold. And they still have Trey Lance under contract for another season after this. And then... Mm-hmm. You know, obviously they wouldn't pick up the fifth year option. So at the very least, again, even if you, even if Purdy is the guy, you're still paying for your QB one and QB two, you're still paying $15 million total, even if you keep Trey Lance. So I don't think a release is in the cards, which is why I think a team like Minnesota would give them something of value. And I, I I mean, is it, is a third round pick enough is a second round pick enough. If I'm the if I'm the Vikings and I know Kirk Cousins is gone after this season, and Trey Lance is still just 23 years old and he's the hometown kid, I a hundred percent am gonna roll the dice and send a second round pick if that if if San Francisco says, Yeah, I'll take that. If you give us a second round pick, you can have Trey Lance. I'd do that in a heartbeat. And not only that, but Minnesota's GM came from San Francisco, he cut his teeth. 
in San Francisco. He went from San Francisco to Cleveland and then became the the GM in Minnesota. So there's a connection there as well. I, I honestly think the Minnesota, if Trey Lance is not a 49er in 2020, I'll say in 2024, it's be, I, I genuinely believe it's because he's a Minnesota Viking. It just makes the most amount of sense. It's the best fit. There's storylines that work with it and everything. But, you know, this really, I think, you know, and we talked, you talked about it being a disaster, Al, and, and it really, really stems all, and, and you could you can bring this all the way back to Jimmy Garoppolo's injury plague 2020 season in which the 49ers had just an, a, a crisis of confidence in Jimmy Garoppolo and his ability to stay healthy mm-hmm. and and said, you know what, we got to move on and we missed out on Brady. Right. We probably should have pulled the trigger there. We didn't. But Watson's available and Stafford's available. Let's try and get one of those guys. And then Stafford didn't work out, and then Watson did what he did. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, if we're going to get another quarterback, we're going to have to go in the draft. Schefter says they traded up to three for Mac Jones. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. I know it's hard for people to, to, to wrap their brain around that. I was pounding the table for Mac Jones at 12 that year. Because it was Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. on a rookie contract, right? We knew that they could win with that. Mac Jones on a rookie contract. Mac Jones, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If they stayed at 12, I, I even I think I, I put out an article on on the web zone uh, in the lead up to that draft about how they could easily go Mac Jones at 12, and I think that's a great pick because his skill set is very similar to Jimmy Garoppolo. But now you've got that quarterback with that skill set from that mm. program on a rookie contract instead of Jimmy Garoppolo's bloated $27 million contract. But once you got up to three, to me, I was like, well, now that you're at three, you've got to, you've got to take a swing. You got to take a swing on, uh, again, I was a fields at three guy on Justin Fields, right? Because, uh, because we knew that uh, Lawrence was going one and it was, everyone was confident that Zach Wilson was going two. So now you're talking about Jones, Lance, and and Fields. And I was confident it was Fields. I was also confident that it wasn't Mac Jones simply because Mm -hmm. of where they were and what they gave up to get up there. And so really all of this stems from, to me, an extreme, I'm going to use the word myopic, meaning short-sighted, right? This is short-sighted. All of this to me is still short-sighted because this is a franchise who was in the middle of what they felt like was a solid Super Bowl run. And instead of just drafting a player that they could plug and play, they drafted a player with higher potential, but then shit the bed when it came time to actually say, you know what, we got to give him time to develop. And everyone's going to argue they gave him the job in in 20 you know they gave him the job at the beginning of last season and he got hurt and that's true mm-hmm. they did give him the job but here's the other thing just because you had that successful run with Brock Purdy for eight games right how does that now completely move you off of this player that that you traded yeah. a ton of of capital for and to yeah. me again it's short-sighted in you're it's it's almost recency bias right 
And again, that's not to say that Brock Purdy didn't play really, really well, because he did. We've talked about that. But you thought this other guy was the future and 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 were convinced of that. Mm-hmm. And this guy came in and played really well. It would be like if they gave the job to Nick Mullins after that run that he had, uh, you know, when Jimmy was hurt. Now, granted, Brock's run was better. I understand that. And they were winning. It's a different scenario. But it just seems like the kid had an injury and all of a sudden it's like, well, there went that experiment. That experiment is now yeah. over, right? Well, and that, because, that yeah. seems short-sighted to me.